All right, welcome back to Tales from the Pits. This is Andrew. And Brian. We're coming to you uh, recording live today in front of uh, Franklin Barbecue in the Franklin Barbecue line. May not be as perky uh, as we are sometimes. Uh, got here a little bit early, stayed up last night. What what uh, what all was happening over the weekend? Uh, it's been a long barbecue weekend for us, but a fun one. Um, Friday, Friday into Saturday, we were... Uh, Smoking some different product um, for uh, upcoming pop-up we're doing for Double Back Barbecue. Um, served some samples out to the crowd up at the uh, Hop Stop and Humble, and then uh, we had tickets to the Texas Monthly Meetup last night, um, which was which was a pretty big event. Um, I would say there's about 500, 600 people there. Uh, for the top 10 barbecue joints from the Texas Monthly list were also there, as well as uh, different Houston restaurants. Stopped in at Pinkerton's Barbecue for a nightcap before uh, we headed home and then uh, woke up well before dawn and made our way to Austin through some pretty torrential downpours as well. Right, yeah, I think I got home about 10.30 last night and by 3.30 this morning I was on the road again heading out to Franklin, but that's what you've got to do if you want to get food at Franklin Barbecue is, you know, you get there early. Uh, We got here at 6.40 a.m. and there were about 50 people ahead of us already at that time. And the first people, uh, we'll, we'll talk to them in just a moment. They got here about 5.20 in the morning. So um, about 50 people in line popped in in that first hour or so. Um, it kind of gives you an idea of what time to come. Now, one of the things that we've talked about before in the past is, you know, the later you come, obviously, the later you're going to get served. Um, you know, we're looking at probably close to an hour wait. If we would have got here an hour earlier, there would be no wait. So essentially, it's it's a it's a wash either way. But um, of course, we would have had to basically drive straight from the meetup out here, you know. Right. It, yeah. It's basically a six-hour commitment now to eat at Franklin Barbecue. Um, if you get there at five twenty, like the first people in line did, you're going to have food at eleven, you know, right at eleven, eleven fifteen. So, and if you get here at six forty, you're going to get food about eleven forty noon, somewhere around there. So, it's a six-hour commitment, which is obviously a heck of a commitment to do anything much less just eat some food and that's obviously on the weekend you, you get a little bit better not a whole lot but you get a little bit better during the week and uh of course you know you can you can roll the dice and try to come in towards the end of the line on a weekday they, they may be out of what you're looking for so it, it's it's not also not quite the same experience and we do this kind of part of the thing is the line you know the line is its own beast here and um, as much as we like to complain about it, it, it's something that we do once a year. I, I, we kept trying to talk each other out of it last night. You know, hey, we could just go to sleep instead and <laughs> eat at six places around Houston and be perfectly content. Um, right. Yeah. yeah. It's something that, you know, I used to do more often. I can't do as often anymore because the line just becomes such a monster. Um, but we do try to get here once a year and try to, well, we order a full spread when we get here because we know we're not coming back for a good long while. But uh, we're curious. We, there's some stuff we're going to order today that we haven't ordered in a while. Uh, we've mostly stuck to the meats for a long time here at, at Franklin, but we're going to do some sides today. Uh, we're going to try pretty much everything that's on the menu. It's not a huge menu at Franklin if you've ever been. Um, brisket, ribs, turkey, pulled pork, sausage are their meats. Uh, and I believe they only have three sides. I believe it's uh, coleslaw, beans, and potato salad. So it's very, very classic Texas meat market style barbecue from, that, from the menu standpoint. Yeah, and looks like obviously no no impact from uh, moving from number one to number two. I mean, I, when we went out two hours before, the line goes well past the uh, the neighbor next door, 
probably close to 200 people or 180 people right now, just roughly. I mean, doesn't look any different, really, like, like it's had any impact at all. No, I, I would say it's the exact same line they had two months ago, two years ago. Um, the line at Franklin is what it is now. I don't think I don't see it changing anytime soon because it's it's more than just a Texas tradition now. It's a national tradition. If you come to Austin and you want to try barbecue, you try you know you go to Franklin. I, you know, I met a couple in line uh, a few minutes ago that are here from Boston, and you know this is their one their one trip to Austin this year, and they're doing Franklin. And you're going to hear a lot of stories like that if you talk to the people up and down the line at Franklin Barbecue these days. And it's a little surprising. I mean, obviously, you know, if I was traveling somewhere else where there was a line like this and it was for a food that I really enjoyed I might want to do that but you really you know, talk about the dedication of time I mean if you're here for a couple of days you're going to burn a, an entire half day uh, whether it's in the morning or whether you come later you're going to burn an entire half day while you're waiting here in line just to eat the food right I mean you're not getting out of here and you know earlier than noon no matter what time you got here and it could be as late as 2 two thirty, depending on where you are in line so it's it's a big time commitment. It's great, you know. The brisket is phenomenal. Everyone knows that that's eaten it. Um, but it's it's a huge time commitment and energy commitment at this point. Especially, like I said we're we're running on fumes right now, but we're going to try to power through and uh, and eat a bunch of barbecue today. And stay away from the four loco. We hope <laughs> uh, we're going to take a quick little pause and come back and talk to uh, the the first people that got here this morning. Good. All right, so we're here at the front of the line, and and with us we have. Justin, all right. Justin, Taylor, and Courtney, and uh, I, I know we talked to you. You got here about five twenty this morning. Yes, sir. Are y'all from around here? Uh, no, we are from Fort Worth. Fort Worth. So you made the trip down just for Franklin Barbecue. Yes, sir. Okay, and you have not had Franklin Barbecue yet, correct? Right. Okay, so why are you here? She brought me. <laughs> so she so, told me it was the best, and I, you know, I have my places in Fort Worth that I like, and she says it's not Franklin. So sure. So what what do you like in Fort Worth? Uh, there's a place called Roscoe's, and Heim Barbecue's are pretty good. Uh, the Hickory Stick in Everman, Texas is really good. They're, you know, off the beaten path kind of place, but they're really good. And that's, uh, we recently went to the Heart 8. It was really good. Heart 8. Did you go to the uh, Stephenville location? Or? No, it was Louisville. Okay. So, so you've been here before? Yeah, I've been here recently. Okay. Okay, and um, so what? What? About, let's talk about those first two times. So, for very first time, why did you come here that very first time, and what did you think? The first time was after a night of Sixth Street, and they said, "Hey, let's do Franklin's the next day and get mimosas and donuts and wait in line and do this extravagant Austin thing that you have to do whenever you live here." And so that's what we did. Um, the second time, my dad was coming down from. So it's partly an experience for you, but you also bring others to it and, and kind of expand that barbecue knowledge for them as well. Oh, definitely. I mean, people think that I'm crazy, but then whenever they see it and they see the line, they're like, "Oh, okay." It's it's hard to explain crazy. the line. Else yeah. Is crazy. yeah, there's there's a bunch of crazy people all sitting together in the mornings here. Mm-hmm. Um, what is your favorite thing here? Uh, the brisket, definitely. Brisket. Okay. And you like uh, chopped lean brisket with sauce all over it, right? I do half and half. I, I like the, the, the fatty pieces and the, and the lean pieces and just kind of a mix together. And he's 
actually, uh, Aaron has like cut some pieces off for me and handed them to me, and I think those are the best. <laughs> actually, and I was joking about the all lean, but but the lean here is excellent as well. That's one of the harder things to get get done right at a barbecue joint is lean brisket, um, and that's one of the things you can always, if you ever want to like, what is a great barbecue joint and you want to kind of test the barbecue joint try the lean even if you're not a huge fan of it and and if it's moist and good in the lean side everything's going to be good there really tough to do now that was that was courtney and oh, i'm sorry i knew i was going to mess that up that was taylor courtney is this your first time yes yes it is okay and had you heard about franklin what did you what did you think about franklin before So y'all left Fort Worth yesterday, or uh, how did you get how did you get here, and how did you wind up here at five twenty in the morning? We left at two o'clock in the morning, stopped at here. Outstanding, and um, obviously that was probably before dawn as well. Yeah. Um, did you so? And, and the and the plans just came together last night. Um, yeah, we were. What were we doing? Uh, we were just laying in bed. And we we're like, hey, let's go get some barbecue. Want to go to Franklin's? Now you're. Um, and and why did you pick 2 a.m.? I mean, was there just based on your previous visits? How, how did that come about? So so that was actually kind of a uh, a, a, a conquest was to be the first, right? Uh, it kind of just happened that way, but yeah, yeah. Oh, whenever we found out we were the first in line, Justin was like, "Yes, ran right up." We actually signed the board and everything up here. Put everybody's name to let them know that we were first in line today. So. Excellent. Yeah, congratulations, and you'll get that first brisket right off the cutting board. Um, nice talking with y'all. We are Tales from the Pits, and uh, check us out online. We're going to pause this again and uh, get back going. Anything else you want to say, Andrew? No, one question I would have is, like, what are your standard barbecue orders, like, when you go to barbecue joints? Since this is your first Franklin experience, like, what, what do you plan on ordering? Uh, I guess different things at different places. Uh, like I was telling you about the hickory stick, they're one of the few places up there that actually serve bologna. And, you know, it's real thick and real good. Uh, Roscoe's is, has a place, uh, a plate called the Moon Lincoln, and they give you a little bit of everything. So, we just got brisket, turkey, and sausage. So, you know, pretty much that'll cover all our bases today, I guess. I would recommend if you don't have ribs on your mind to order, get a couple of ribs. Even if you don't think you're a big rib fan, they might change your mind. Uh, they don't have beef ribs, so they do beef ribs on Saturdays only, but they do have pork ribs, and, and highly recommend it as well. Cool. All right, well, again, congratulations for being number one in line. That's pretty awesome. Thanks for having us. All right, so we were at the front of the line, and now we're at the very back of the line. It is, uh, what time is it, Andrew? Let's see what time we got here. 
It is 9.50 a.m. 9.50 a.m., and, and we have a few folks that came in. Um, who do we have here? Manraj. Manraj? Hamed. Hamed. And where are you guys from? Uh, I'm from Grand Rapids, Michigan. Okay. I'm from Austin. Austin. So what made you decide to come out here at this time of day? Actually, okay, so this is a famous place, and I've heard about this for a long time. I was always, I mean, kind of, like, lazy to come out here. But so I, I was, today I was like, I should do it today. And why so late? I, do, is, I did this surprise that. you? Okay, yeah, this I was, was not yet. Surprise! When I was driving by the line, and I was looking at that, I couldn't expect. I couldn't believe that what what I was seeing actually. Well, we give you guys a little bit of background on on Franklin Barbecue and the Texas Monthly list. I'm not sure if you're familiar. Texas Monthly every four years puts out their top 50 barbecue joints in Texas list. Uh, the most recent list came out last month, and Franklin Barbecue is number two in Texas on this list. Um, we will tell you: stay in line, get your brisket. But you could also be first in line at the number eight joint, which is half a mile away, um, which is kind of amazing because I did the same thing two weeks ago. I, you know, I drove by Franklin. There was over 100 people in line. And then I drove to Mickleway down the street, and I was the first person in line. Right, And, and you can actually do both. You because, can do both, yeah. Because they, yeah. they've said the serving time back here is probably going to be close to 3 p.m. Right. Um, you know, one of you could easily go. You can walk. It's walking distance. Or you could drive. It's hot. Um, awesome. It's hot, yeah. <laughs> um, get brisket and eat brisket in line while you're waiting for brisket. Um, <laughs> but tell us a little bit about, so so this is, so you've heard about Franklin, but you you never you never knew the lines were this bad. Um, I've heard about it. Have you eaten I any have. other barbecue around? Uh, not really. I mean, I, yeah, I've, I've, I've oh, I'm sorry. I've, I've, I've got too many barbecues, but this, this should be something special, right? Yeah, absolutely. There's a reason why all these there people are here, right? Yeah. They're spending half of their day out here. Um, and from Grand Rapids, um, yeah. do y'all have barbecue, anything, or any kind of food like this? No, we, we do. Uh, but I mean, I, I kind of came to Austin and I was pumped about this. Uh, I started on Anthony Bourdain's, uh, I think it's no reservations. Right, right. Yeah. Uh, but I mean... I'll, I'll wait in line for this. Until if if you're willing end. to, you know, um, get some sunscreen um, <laughs> or an umbrella. Um, I think they're out of chairs. One of the nice things they do is they, they do have chairs for loan here, but they're probably out by this time of day. Um, once, But you can actually, since you're so far back, once the line moves, they'll put up the chairs, and you can go get the chairs because you can just scoot along for a while. Um, they did say, uh, we, we talked to you earlier, they came by once for the food orders. They said they, they may only have brisket and sausage. Right. Brisket right. and sausage left at this time, but um, it, it's going to be just as good as it was earlier in the day. Um, right. And the great. brisket's obviously the yeah. king of what you want to get here exactly. as it is. Yeah, right. so, so, yeah, okay. that, so that's yeah. great. Then. That's, as long as they have brisket, I'm fine. Right. <laughs> All right, gentlemen. Well, good luck. Um, you know, best of wishes. We will probably be here plus maybe four more places by the time you get served here. Yeah, not to rub it in. Um, but no, it, it's definitely, especially as your first time, it's a great thing to, yeah. to come in, you know. I thought it was exaggerated, I mean, about the line and everything. So I was like, yeah, no, I, know I, I did not expect it to be this. I was crazy, not, yeah. check out. I, thought, I know they, hear, they they say that you should go, I mean, five in the morning, but I was like, oh, it's probably exaggerated. Yeah, but it's, it's crazy. No, it's well, real. people who live here, there's people sitting in the uh, lawns. They're not the last, <laughs> last one. Yeah, and they're no longer the last people in line. So more, more people show up. Now, the other thing to think about, too, is that if, if they do put up the last man standing sign before you guys just come here earlier 
next time. Yes. Now, are you here on vacation on a trip? Uh, yeah, I'm here for the weekend, and uh, today's my last day. Oh, goodness. okay. Well, I hope you get some food. Yeah. If if I, I for any reason the they come up yeah. right now, and if for any reason you don't get to eat it, there's there's a few other places that'll have brisket all day long. Okay. Um, so what's you know, your second pick from? Well, if Boston? if you're if you leave here at three o'clock, you're gonna miss some of the other places that also sell out at lunch, like Micklewaid and La Barbecue. Mm-hmm. Well, La Barbecue, La Barbecue should have it till about yeah. six o'clock. Yeah, um, Terry Black's also made the top fifty list, and they'll have barbecue all all day and all okay. evening. Um, Style Switch will have barbecue all through the night. Um, who else might have some good barbecue throughout uh, the day? Friedman's. Friedman's. Oh yeah, Friedman's Bar. Um, there's a Black's Barbecue satellite out here on Guadalupe. Um, they'll have they'll have their meats all day. A um, lot of a lot of options as well, even if you don't get to get it. But um, definitely enjoy standing in line. Um, and same thing if 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 you have time and you really want to do the the barbecue experience, try some of those other places as well. So. All right, nice talking yeah. to y'all. And, Thank you. and there's yeah. now there's now yeah. two groups behind y'all. So there oh, you go. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's I don't think we're gonna get in. Let's see you guys all right, so we talked to the first, and at one point, the last folks in line, there was a few people that rolled up, and um, as Andrew and I were chatting on the walk over here to this corner, it's a little bit quieter. Um, of course, people will roll up throughout the day and just kind of panic at the line. Um, it kind of surprises me that, that people haven't heard about it or at least heard about the line. I hope you're enjoying our soundtrack in the background while we uh, go through this section of the podcast. I'm not sure if the mic's picking that up or not. But, I'm uh, sure it's picking up some of it, you know. <laughs> Uh, somebody just trolling through the line here, I think. Um, you know, one of the things that we talk about is we, a lot of times as we drive up to Franklin, we say, what are the things you could do during the time that it takes to wait in line for Franklin barbecue? And not just barbecue, but um, how about a few things and we'll just kind of bounce them back and forth. Well, start with a little barbecue. If you're a hot and fast cooker, you can cook an entire brisket in the time that you wait at Franklin barbecue. You can definitely cook uh, racks of pork ribs in the time you're waiting at Franklin barbecue. Um, you could hit up every other Austin joint on the list pretty much in the same amount of time that it would take you to eat at Franklin Barbecue. Um, so that's just a few of the barbecue things you could do. And we talked about, um, you know, there's actually enough room to put a, a charcoal pit out here, and we could just cook a rack of ribs while we're waiting to eat barbecue at Franklin. Right. You can watch <laughs> two-thirds of the Lord of the Rings trilogy while you're in line at Franklin Barbecue. And you can go to a movie, an Alamo Draft House or any other movie theater, and see two movies. Yeah, like you said, two of the three um, you could go, I, I like this one, this is one of my personal favorites, is I could drive all the way down to the coast, get on a pier and go fishing. Um, you could drive um, from Houston, from my house, I could drive to Louisiana and lose $1,000 at the casino and make it most of the way back and, you know, fueled by tears at that point. Yeah, I think I'd rather just wait in Franklin line than do that. <laughs> yeah, those, well, the fishing is okay. Yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah the, the money part, but uh, losing your shirt, I, I could yeah. also win. That, that does happen from time to time. Um, it's, it's why those casinos are big and beautiful. Um, what else could you do? Let's see. You could go, um, you could, of course, driving many places, of course, one thing. Um, what could you make or build in the time that it takes, um, you know, other than food, I guess? Right. Well, like I said, it's a, it, no matter what, and that's one thing that we found out just going through the line here, it's pretty much a five- or six-hour commitment, whether you're the first person in line, the last person in line, or somewhere in the middle. So, you know, just think of if you've got five or six spare hours in your day. Don't tell everybody this secret, (laughs) Andrew. The secret is it's a pain in the butt to eat at Franklin Barbecue, (laughs) but we're going through it. No, but to his point, you're going to wait six hours. Would you rather wait six hours underneath the shaded awning um, before the sun comes up and, and when the weather theoretically is cooler? Or would you rather wait those six hours out on the asphalt with no shade whatsoever? 
Right, and that's why we aimed early. And I mean, I I won't say I wish we were earlier because that was still way too early for my liking. But uh, you know, six thirty on a Sunday you know, is put you under the awning, but barely. If we'd been here fifteen minutes later, we would not be under the covered awning. And that, that's definitely one thing that you want. They've got fans running. Um, you've got the shade. It, it is much, much more comfortable. And, and the Franklin crew does everything they can to make it uh, bearable. You know, they do They do let you use the restrooms inside the building. If you're looking for the merchandise, you can buy that. Um, what we noticed is that they did finally move their pre-order line. So there's a, a parking area just for pre-orders. The pre-order line is behind over by the coffee shop. Um, looks like that's going to be much more efficient for those that, that get in. If you don't know about the pre-order... Um, it's it's a system that works really well. There's, there is a minimum commitment, but um, something that you can do without having to wait in line, which is pretty, you know, it's you lose that experience of the line, but you still get the quality of the barbecue. Right, yeah, and I think it's uh, 30 days in advance that they do the pre-orders. Uh, you can go online there, have a pre-order section of their website and a calendar that shows you the available dates for pre-order. So, I mean, you obviously, something you have to plan ahead. You know, don't don't decide today that you want Franklin brisket tomorrow. And <laughs> well, you won't pre-order. be able to, That's yeah. That's not going to happen. Yeah. But but if you plan ahead, if you've got, like, a large event coming up or a, or a party with a large group of friends, it's a, it's a great option to, to still get Franklin without the, uh, the half-day commitment. It's kind of like ordering the trough at Pecan Lodge. If you if you can get five people, five to eight people together um, to go in on the order, it's not any more expensive than ordering it individually. Yeah, absolutely. Um, or the uh, the meat sweat platter at Regal's that they've introduced is is another similar option to the Pecan Lodge trough and obviously the Franklin pre-order. Except for, um, I don't think Regal's you can cut the line by that one yet. So that was one of the benefits of of, of Pecan Lodges. You get to, you do get to cut the, uh, you do get to cut the line and, and go into the shorter line of the two. Um, definitely something to think about if you're coming to Franklin. Either look into the pre-order with a group, or just get here damn early. That's really your only two options for the most pleasant experience. Or bring your ice chest. I mean, I, if you haven't seen it, people bring um, plenty of ice chests out here and, and sit and play games. I've seen Jenga and. And all kinds of stuff out here, and it becomes—it's—it's it's essentially you're tailgating, but you're tailgating in order to eat the food instead of tailgating <laughs> for a sporting event. Right. I mean, that's that's the Franklin barbecue experience. Um, we'll go ahead and cut this segment off now, and we'll come back to here uh, and end the podcast after we eat some of Franklin barbecue food and uh, kind of talk about our experiences there. And we just still got about two hours before we eat that food, so oh, don't remind <laughs> me. All right, we took a bit of a break there. Uh, we're back. We uh, are on our way back to Houston after today's road trip. We'll talk a little bit about that um, in the upcoming podcast after this one. Um, Franklin, though, let's talk about what we had at Franklin. Um, what what all did we order? Uh, we ordered the majority of the menu. Uh, we did uh, moist brisket, pulled pork, pork ribs, uh, house-made sausage, pinto beans, um, and potato salad. I think the only things we missed are we didn't order the turkey and we didn't order coleslaw. The rest of the menu, we had it all. And, and desserts are from, I believe, cake and spoon. Uh, Last I'd heard, yes. Yeah, likely quality desserts, but since they're not made in-house, we, we just didn't order them. Plus, we had five other stops to hit up, too. So Right, yeah, we, we definitely overate at Franklin, which is very easy to do when you when you wait in line that long. You know, the, the, anticipate, the, yeah, the anticipation builds. And, you know, you tend to order a little bit more than you thought you would. You tend to eat a little bit more than you thought you would. And we definitely felt the effects of that. Like drug on us all day. Um, let's just kind of go through what we ordered. Uh, brisket, um, you know, 
my, my problem with Franklin, if you will, is that I have such high expectations every time I go, and, and I hold them to likely unreasonably high expectations, especially as you, as you go and you keep going, your, your brain and your body knows what to expect, but mentally you're just trying to, uh, to have an experience that just isn't there and, and unrealistic probably, but I mean, great, great brisket, absolutely perfectly cooked. Right. I mean, the brisket, and I, I fall on a little bit on the other side of the coin from Brian on this one because I, I went to Franklin before the expectations were there. Um, if, if memory serves me right, you first started going right when they hit the number one spot in 2013. Which a week of course, in between, they went online and the, and the magazine came Right, out, which of yeah. course is going to give you the highest of expectations, you know, on top of all the articles and everything you've read about him over the years. Franklin, to me, is pretty... I mean, even today, was pretty much exactly what I've always had at Franklin. And when I first started eating at Franklin six years ago, there was nothing around Texas that was like that. Well, yeah. that's pretty much the key, is exactly what you said, though. It's, it's exactly the same. Yeah, it, it really is. And, and that's and that's a credit to him on consistency, is he's turned out a consistently great brisket for every, you know, almost every time I've been for six years. Um, the problem, if you will, with that is there are... I, I would say as many as seven or eight barbecue joints in Texas turning out similar brisket, and they might have a more diverse menu than, than Franklin has. And not to mention, you don't have the five-hour commitment of waiting in line. Yeah, it, it's um, it, it's not as bad as it sounds sometimes. I mean, every time we've done it, you know, the getting up in the morning is what kills us most. But <laughs> but um. You know, the line, it doesn't take as long as it seems sometimes. I mean, it, it's interesting how, how it feels, especially by the time you get towards the door. Right. I mean, the, the line felt like it had a pretty good pace once the doors opened up. Um, we were, I, we, we overestimated a little bit when we were talking earlier. We were actually about 30th in line, give or take. Um, and we ordered food right at 1130. So, um, Brian's talked about this before the average order time is about one minute per person that's in the Franklin line. So if you're right. 30th in the not, line, not per order, but per person, per person yeah. that's in the line. Right. And so if you're, you know, if you can, if you can count and you're 30th in line, then you know, you're probably going to order about 1130, uh, give or take, obviously, if you've got some larger orders that can slow things down a little bit, but that's a pretty good rule of thumb for, uh, for trying to gauge what time you might be getting food, uh, if you're in line at Franklin. Uh, but moving on a little bit after the, you know, the brisket again, is Franklin brisket. It was that same brisket I've been having for years and years. It's damn good, but uh, again, when you factor in everything that goes into getting it, it's hard to uh, it's hard to go there on a regular basis for sure. Really hard to quantify the the weight and the, the pricing. You know, he's at twenty two dollars now. Um, you know, the probably the second most expensive brisket we know of. Um, and then Killens is doing 22, but he's doing the Wagyu. Um, so it, it's a it's a pricey product as well. It is, and not even just the not even just the brisket. I, I believe the turkey, the pulled pork, and the pork ribs are all 19 dollars a pound, which are some of the more expensive in each of those categories in the state as well. Um, and it's funny, we you know one of the things that we like doing is looking at the pictures on the wall of Franklin while we're waiting to order, and you see all the old pictures of them in the trailer and different menus and. Uh, and it's amusing to see that back in 2009, 2010, when they first started the trailer, you could get an eight seventy-five, eight dollar and seventy-five cent two meat plate for Franklin barbecue, and the brisket was thirteen dollars a pound. So it's just amazing the the price changes over the years to see 
Um, but we did pork ribs as well, and I thought the pork ribs were, again, the classic Franklin pork rib. They were really big, really meaty ribs. Um, you know, the, the classic peppery rub. Um, they do a, they do a sauce glaze on yeah, top of them little, as well. Yeah, a little moist sauce. Um, and, and, again, cooked. You know, ribs are very, very difficult to get that perfect line between undercooked and falling off the bone or even mush. And they were they were spot on there too. Right, and then to me, those are by far the things that Franklin Barbecue does best. Is the brisket and the ribs are as good as you're going to get anywhere. Are they enormously better than you're going to get anywhere? No, they're not. I, I'll be the first to say it. There's, like I said, seven or eight places that make comparable brisket, comparable ribs, and you don't have to wait five hours to get them. Um, now the pulled pork. Um, I, that was my first time that I can remember having the pulled pork. It was, it was quite good. It was. Um, it was one of the better pulled porks we've had because as we've started cooking more pulled pork ourselves, we've started eating more pulled pork around Texas just to get a feel for, you know, how are we doing it compared to how other places are doing it? Is there anything we can learn anyways? We can improve ours, um, anything we can change. So we, we've ordered that a lot more the last eight to ten months or so than we either of us had ever ordered previously. And Franklin's one of the better versions I've had since we started ordering it here. Um, and it's salty, peppery, right. and it has that, that uh, vinegar kind of, what do we call it, kind of a finishing sauce. It's not a sauce. It's more of a, a vinegar drizzle, I guess. Well, yeah, I mean, it's, I mean, yeah, sauce for lack of a better term. But, yeah, it's, it's just a little bit of like a vinegar, little sweetness in there, finish to it that really it's helps. It's not a ketchup base, not a mustard base. No. Um, no. So, you know, people don't think it's like that. Um, but it, it's a very light kind of a... A pop that adds to that, and uh, wasn't mushy. You know, it was. It was obviously we were one of the first people there, so it wasn't wasn't setting out all day. No, it was good. It was quality. I mean, I would I would recommend ordering it if you're going to the Franklin line. It's it might be the third best meat that he's serving, in my opinion. Um, we did the. He's recently switched to house made sausage. Uh, we did a link of the sausage. Uh, Brian, what were your thoughts on the sausage? You know, kind of interesting. Um, I guess he's using the sheep casings. It was, a, it was a very small diameter, like probably the 19 to 21 diameter, um, as opposed to the 32 to 35, which is what your, you know, classic hot guts that you get at Louis Miller or La Barbecue or Truth. Uh, many number of places use that larger casing size. So it's a little odd just in the shape. Um, the casing was not perfect, you know, and that's that's a very difficult thing to get perfect. Um, the grind was was a fine grind. It was the flavor was good. It I prefer the older sausage. I think I do too. I mean, it wasn't a bad sausage. Um, I, I've had much worse sausage in my life. Don't get me wrong, but um, it didn't wow me for sure. I, you know, I I, don't, I kind of had high expectations just because. It's been something we've been hearing about for years that he's been working on. And, and I've had it at the, the festivals, and this was a different... I, I don't remember the, the casing size or this particular flavor at, at the festivals when he's had it out before. Right, and again, you know, that's the nature of barbecue. Maybe we got a bad link, you know, maybe, you know, it's something we don't... We've only ordered the one time, so I'm not going to totally write it off and say don't order the sausage. Um, and it's something that could change and tweak over time, too, right? right? And that's always something you have to be very considerate of when you go to a place as they're launching or a place that's changing um you know if they change their recipes if they change their sides and you didn't like their potato salad last week and you don't understand they changed their potato salad it's it's very likely that they did it could be much better so um, always kind of read up before you write something off forever uh, moving on to the the sides you know, we it's something we rarely get there um 
we got the uh, potato salad. Um, it was a mustard-based potato salad. Right, and it was, I mean, to me it was a very standard potato salad. There was nothing memorable about it to me. Uh, we felt this way about Franklin Sides for a long time, and this is part of why we've always considered Franklin the the perfectionist of the meat market style barbecue is I don't think he spends a whole lot of time on developing any sort of unique flavor and sides there. It's a very straightforward recipe for potato salad that, uh, and a very straightforward recipe for pinto beans, um, which, I mean, there's nothing wrong with, but it's it's not something I feel the need to order from yeah. Franklin because I know I can get really good sides at a lot of other places that and are a lot more on unique. the pinto beans we got there, there, there was a lot of meat in the pinto beans. There really was, yeah. and there was a lot of spice to the pinto beans as well. Um, so again, I mean, fr- with Franklin, it's all about the meat. Um, the brisket, the ribs are as good as you're going to get anywhere. Uh, it's to the point now where I cannot recommend that it be a place you go regularly just because it's such a time commitment. Um, I do recommend someone, everyone at least do it once. If you're, if you're really in a barbecue, I think you should make that Franklin barbecue pilgrimage at least one time just to see what it's all and, about. And not at the festival. I mean, that's fine. But the the line, you know. It's part of the experience. It's part of the experience. Yeah. Everybody bringing their ice chests, um, the, the games, meeting the people. You know, we met the, the people in front. We met the people towards the back and, and talked to a few others. It's that's That is what it is. And we, we, we said it earlier. It's You're, you're tailgating. But instead of a, a sporting event or a concert, you're tailgating for a food event right and i mean it's it's a classic texas thing to do now and it's become even bigger than that it's like food disneyland at this point i mean you go there because if you're in austin that's what you're supposed to do from a tourist standpoint you know franklin barbecue is one of the most recognized things in austin right now so you're saying they should have one of those photo areas set up automatically with maybe a a cut out of Aaron and you can just kind of snap the picture and Instagram it right away, right? There would be a line for it. I mean, it's it's Franklin. There's a line for everything. Well, there's a line for the restroom. Oh, I, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so, uh, you know, in closing, we, you know, I still think Franklin Barbecue is set up really high standard for barbecue in Texas. Barbecue that we love right now outside of Franklin wouldn't exist in large part without Franklin. Um, so, you know, personally, I, I feel a debt of gratitude for him for really making others step up their game and really showing us what great brisket can be. Um, but it's, uh, it's, it's a time commitment to go there now. Yeah. And we'll probably still do it once a year. I mean, it's, it's kind of an annual thing. Preferably we'll choose a little bit better month, uh, a little bit less heat. That yeah. would be the thing, you know, um, but hydrate, do all those things, wear sunscreen, uh, umbrella. If you're sitting out there, get there early enough that you can get under the shade of the, the kind of canopy uh, that helps out a, a lot and then get there early and get out of there early and that way you don't have the, the middle of the day of the texas heat burning down on you right so we'll uh, we'll close this one out and we'll talk more about the rest of our austin barbecue run on the next podcast catch you on the next one